0: Okay. Hello. Hi. Okay. Hello. So I I wanna thank you, um, England, for joining us today on the podcast. I appreciate that.
1: Of course. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Um, so um I'm gonna take a moment um to do the perfunctory upfront things and then um we can get past that. So I just wanna cover a couple of basics. Um so here we go. Awesome. So I want to thank everyone for tuning in today to the podcast. I really appreciate that. I know you can be anywhere doing anything. I truly appreciate the audience, and I appreciate our awesome guests today as well. So once again, I want to introduce the show, the local DMV Business and Leisure podcast. Our focus is bringing awesome professionals that are part of the business and the cultural ecosystem and events um, that are DMV affiliated or associated to our wonderful listening audience um me i'm a digital marketing product launch leader um, that really focuses on specializing within health and wellness spaces i have helping businesses grow and scale themselves um so that's me and then we have today the pleasure of having tingling she's just all around awesome and doing a lots of magical things so <laughs> i'm going to read her bio which barely captures all that awesomeness um tingling is a multi-talented and creative entrepreneur in the dmv area she is a fashion consultant for tingling fashion specializing in wardrobe audit personal shopping and fashion styling she's a singer songwriter for tingling music creating performing original songs with multicultural and cross-genre elements she is the founder of tingling times striving to support creatives who want to pursue unconventional careers by providing resources mentorship and opportunities and i will also say she has an awesome instagram so that's just a highlight of all the fashion off- awesomeness that she's going to bring so follow her on instagram um so take it away tingling i gave a little bit of a brief um bio i'm sure there's a lot more magic that you want to share about what you're doing
1: yeah thank you so much um so you know i moved to dc um three years ago from that New York, New Jersey, yes, mm-hmm. uh, for a job opportunity. And, um, you know, before I came here, I didn't hear a lot about DC being this creative space. It's just, I hear about DC as like a political and mm-hmm. government kind of like, uh, you know, community. And so when mm-hmm. I came here, I was determined to find my creative communities and uh-huh. I have managed to find them. So yes, creatives do exist in the DMV area. And I want to be a representation of
0: that, you know. That's great. Yeah. And uh, um, and then, so is there a particular origin story about, I guess, remaking yourself with creating this magic and magic creative space and connecting to the magical creative space here in the DMV? Or do you have a little bit of a backstory? Like, was it a particular meetup group or something that? Made it, made it happen for you here?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it, it started with me wanting to create um, my own creative things here. So mm-hmm. because when I was in New York, New Jersey, I was just busy surviving. And when mm-hmm. I came here, I was determined to flourish um, in that creative space. So I, I created the Ting Times and I trademarked it. Um, actually, um, it's an agency that, you know, eventually want to support other creatives who don't want to pursue conventional careers, you know, people that want to just do creative things or do things that are their passion, not so much just like the nine to five corporate job. And so we want to support people like that. And that's why I wanted to create this to not just promote local creatives, but um, creatives all over the country or the world um, by providing also like opportunities, mentorships, resources that they can access so they can be successful in those careers. And so for that kind of creative space i've created like um a meetup called the think times um creative hub Um, so i've had events where i invite like creatives from all different um spaces it doesn't matter you know what creative medium you use we we welcome people to have those conversations because you know, if you just have painters talking to painters, you know, it's very little you can learn. But if you have like a painter talking to a fashion designer, there's a lot more magic that can happen there. So I, I actually created um, this kind of like meetup space for people. Um, and I've gone to, yes, a lot of events, um, a lot of events happening in the D.C. area, whether it's like women empowerment events or creative entrepreneur events you know, you name it. In the fashion space, um, music space, creative space, I just, I was networking a whole ton um, for that.
0: What, what is the biggest challenge for a creative? If you want to talk generally or maybe specifically to DMV, what are some of the like biggest challenges?
1: Um, I think a big the biggest challenge, I think we can all agree is to be able to have a sustainable business as a creative. Um, and this is something that I think my corporate job experiences have really taught me is to have a business mindset for your creative business. So because you can have the most awesome work, um, you can create the most awesome things, but if you don't know how to market it to the audience, if you don't know how to um, have a brand, if you don't know how to do the accounting, do the, the social media, do the client services, all those parts of having a business, Then it's harder for you to succeed as a creative, and it's harder to really make a living off of, um, you know, your creative venture. So that's that's the part I think a lot of creatives don't think about, um, including myself. When I first started, I realized I had to do all these parts, and I just kind of jumped in. But yeah, the business aspect, I think, is it's um, definitely a challenge.
0: Is um is a challenge also to create have space, like physical space, or digital space. I mean, what are your thoughts about that? Because a lot of times I'm thinking about if you're certain creative things like painting require a certain amount right. of space to set up. And what, what, is, what are those challenges in the DC? Because there's a lot of, you know, space is becoming a premium. A lot of people are moving in. What, what, what do artists who are in that space, is that a struggle?
1: Uh, well, personally, it's not a struggle for me because um, fashion consulting, um, I can do virtually. So Yay. I just need to be in my home or I can go to people's, um, people's homes before pandemic um, and or we go shopping in stores before pandemic. So it hasn't that that part for me hasn't been a challenge. And then for music, you know, I, I would pen, post uh, pre-pandemic, I would, you know, collaborate with people in person, go to their space or go to my space or like, you know, we'll find a coffee shop or something to talk and chat um it hasn't been a huge issue for me personally but i do know that a lot of creatives if they require like an office space you know they have to go to WeWork or they have to find like a community kind of like office space and that costs money you know not everybody has that um or if you're a musician you might need studios right so i do think in dc uh, dmv area was, i should say do lack some spaces for creatives because in new york um there were, like, for example, there was a Brooklyn, I think, Fashion Accelerator where a lot of fashion designers can go there and design and, you know, uh, be a part of a program that, that can help them grow. We don't have spaces like that here, you know? And so definitely, I would say a lot of creatives have trouble finding physical spaces for the work that they need to do. You've
0: been very successful. And even during the pandemic, you're doing a lot of awesome things. What are some tips you have um, or, or I guess, how could you share some of the things that helped you be successful in fashion and music during the pandemic? I think, you know, how you know what what are your, your tips?
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, it has been very tough. I think for all of us. Um, for me personally, like fashion consulting was pretty much non-existent during pandemic, and I I didn't do much music during that time. So, you know, because the pandemic, it does give you stress like mentally and sometimes Mm -hmm. physically and emotionally. So it's hard to like get inspired during times like that. But what I did find myself, um, try to do was be very patient, you know, know that the situation (laughs) is not permanent Mm -hmm. and just be patient with yourself and with your businesses. Um, you know, there were a lot of resources that you can like apply to grants or loans, um, unemployment for example for a lot of people um just like seek resources and be patient and um stay positive like keep creating you know keep drawing keep recording keep doing things just to not sit there and think about the pandemic right so just keep doing what you do best and and be patient and know that it will be better
0: yeah Yes, definitely i guess that was um part of my question was are you doing more uh for those who are seeking fashion consultation video phone calls things of that nature um are you seeing an uptick in some of that or yeah i I figured i would ask related to your work because some of a lot of your work is i would i would assume is visual
1: right so um since february it's been kind of crickets (laughs) and then end of june is when it kind of picked up okay Um, that's great yeah i'm so happy um not only because you know, it's a career for me. It's a business for me, but I just love connecting with people. I love being able to help them, you know, feel more confident. And I want, I love just having those connections. So for me, yes, it has picked up, but yes, everything is virtual. Um, We do video sessions, you know, FaceTime, Zoom, you know, you name it. Uh, We have calls when we need to, we text. So all the virtual means that we can communicate, we do. Um, a lot of my clients are actually from other parts of the country, you know, oh, different great. states. So what's awesome about the virtual thing is that I can actually take clients from, you know, other parts of the country. Um, that's great. Yeah. So.
0: So could you talk about that a little bit? Because I think you're the fashion piece. Um, so people who are listening, if they want to seek you out, what does that look like? Um, just if just at a high level. because that's an important thing. I think fashion is important if you feel comfortable.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say for anybody who, you know, uh, think it's time to clean out their closet, (laughs) um, to organize their clothes, to seek help in like creating outfits, to find a personal style um, or just like, you know, anything related to fashion, um, definitely check out my website, um, The Teen Times and click on the consulting um tab and you'll see a lot of information on there you can email me at ting at com. Um, you can also follow me on uh, my instagram Tinglin fashion instagram handle Tinglin fashion um there's a lot there are a lot of a lot of ways that you can find me
0: and then also i was going to say if you wanted to talk about the music because i think your musical style has a nice interesting fusion if you want to talk about your influences, yeah. things that you are coming up. Because I'm, I'm excited uh, for what you're doing musically.
1: So, you know, what's funny is, like, I, com- I connected to more of the music community right before pandemic hit, you know, and then pandemic Oh, wow. Hit. Yeah, I went to DC Music Summit, which was an awesome um, conference for, like, the artists in the DMV area. Uh, a lot of them are actually very established musicians um, who have That's careers great. as musicians in the DMV area. So this is what I'm saying, DC, you know, DMV always surprised me because I I would have never thought there's a huge music scene here. And so I went to that and I met a lot of cool people, including my music family, Capital Groove Collective, um, you know, which is an organization that they foster musicians from diverse backgrounds, different genres. They really just want to support uh, musicians as people and as musicians, um, you know, and kind of rise together. That's kind of their mission. So you know, for music, I um, I was born in China and I'm fluent in um, Cantonese and Chinese, uh, Cantonese and Mandarin. Um, okay. So I bring a lot of that into my music. And I studied Spanish in high school for four years um, back in California, and I still remember. Um, so I use some <laughs> of that Spanish influence um, in my music as well, and of course English, um, just because I feel like a lot of the times the music that I hear in, in this country it's very like, I don't know, cookie cutter, it's very much the same. So I definitely want to push those boundaries in terms of languages and bring in cultures. And also, um, you know, challenging the genre kind of boxes that they have. Um, Because I've, I've written like three original songs, which I have put out. And, you know, one is a kind of like a pop. Another one is like a Latin, um, sexy Latin kind of tune. And then another one is like, a R&B rap kind of tune. So, you know, I am still in the journey of finding myself, uh, finding my, like, musician identity. But, you know, throughout doing that, I want to experiment and I want to kind of, like, give different sounds to the audience.
0: I like that. I, I think that sounds uh, very, like, a rich, diverse musical approach with yeah. lots of um, nuance there. And it's clear you thought it out.
1: Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, are,
0: are, are there certain artists as you think about where you are and, you know, things that, that maybe, I guess I'm assuming now you're not listening to a lot of other artists because you're making wonderful music of your own. But as you grew up, this gotten you to this place to want to express yourself musically. Do you have some influences and in, in who are they and, do you, you know, what? how did they influence you?
1: Well, it's hard for me to name like one artist um, because I grew up with... Um, Chinese music, so, like, more closely, like, Mandarin and Cantonese pop, um, so there were a lot of artists, you know, kind of in the 80s, 90s, kind of, like, um, that music scene, you know, in the, in the mainland area, those were a lot of my influences, but I also, actually, as a child, got to listen to a lot of English music, Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, um, Ace of Base, uh, those were a lot of music that were playing in my household, just because my mom, love the western culture and she kind of like exposed me to those things um and then you know I studied piano so I was exposed to very classical music as well um, growing up so I'm just a mishmash of like different things and when, when I came to America you know Backstreet Boys the boy bands um R&B hip-hop like those were a lot of new sounds, um, even newer sounds that I was exposed to. So yeah, I, I think I just try to write music. Um, you know, that's, that's different. And like, especially in terms of lyrics, because I feel like a lot of music out there just talk about love and romantic relationship relationships a lot. And I want to talk about other things of life, you know, because they matter as well. So, you know, I would say a lot of lot of artists um, that are, like, boundary pushing um, in the mainstream or not in the mainstream area definitely, like, inspire me. And actually, right now, I've been listening to a lot of, like, international music. Really? Um, yeah, like, French, Brazilian, um, Spanish. Like, I just, uh, African, you know, I, I want to listen to different sounds that are going on in the world because we're so tunnel visioned here in America, I feel like. So I want to, like, just expose myself to different sounds and be really, really open-minded as a musician as I write my music.
0: So that, that's a good uh, point to bring up. So with that being said, um, where would we find your music? And then how would you recommend that we broaden our music horizons or there websites or links? I mean, of course, we want to start with your stuff because I think the stuff you're creating sounds very dynamic and interesting and depthful <laughs> and also where would you point us to continue to broaden ourselves musically are the websites or youtube channels what do you suggest
1: um well so for me um you can find my music uh well check out my website tinglinmusic.com um and you know you can find my music if you just search for tinglin or um some of the track names that i have do you the um, you can find those two songs actually on like Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, um, Apple Music, you name it. <laughs> um, you know you can and then also you can follow me uh, my Instagram at tinley Music for more updates. It's, it's lacking some updates right now, but I will have <laughs> newer updates uh, for you guys and hopefully I can do some virtual concerts soon, you know if not That'd in nice. person. Yeah that's the goal. Um, I, I do some covers as well, but I'm very selective oh, wow. with the covers that I do, you know, again, I don't want to do something that's just been so overly done. Um, so in terms of like, broaden your horizon with music, you know, when you're on Spotify, check out playlists, you know, not just the new music or mainstream music playlist, check out like international music playlist, or, you know, check out like, things that you usually won't check out, you know, just so you can expose yourself to different sounds, different languages, and also be narrow-minded in your music um, taste.
0: I, I was writing down some notes, because I, I think that's uh, important. <laughs> and I think, um, so, you know, most importantly, go to YouTube, and, or ting, uh, Tingling, Do Me. That was, that's, that's the right, the same the song, Do Me. And then there's do the you. No, it's
1: called Do You. Do,
0: Oh, i'm glad like, we got that though.
1: do, do you, you with a question you. mark
0: okay. um question mark okay do you do, I mean, yeah question mark. And, and so then you have and, also the playlist on spotify or international
1: yeah try mm-hmm. international music or like if you're somebody that's really into r&b listen to country listen to rock listen mm-hmm. to um mm-hmm. you know pop listen to other types of music um because i think music mm-hmm. is so universal like it doesn't make mm-hmm. sense for me that people put you know these boxes on like i only listen to this i only listen to that you know um (laughs) because you might find like songs in other genres that you just like you know yeah it it, they it might be a song that somebody else is trying to push the the boundary of that genre so you might like that one so you know i agree
0: and i i'm a big believer in that because i think um you know, many times R and B country and blues are just a matter of a tempo or certain number of chords. It's all yeah, the same music. Right. And and I think people, and it's all the same stories about, and it's not a bad thing, but you know, people are going through their life's up and down. They're just, they're um reporting on them in a different genre, but it's still the ups and downs of life. Everybody's having that exactly. same story. Yep. It's not Where bad or good. Ups and downs. So right. I think um to your point, and I enjoy that. I've, I've, I've listened to country and all of that and so I've, I, awesome. I i I'm, I'm i'm agreeing with all of that i think for me as i think most of us sometimes we do need to you know just explore more and I thought i was curious about the international piece yeah. you know, i've dabbled a little oh, bit love, of it love but, love but i love french but I, music but I, so french music you go, okay i'll make that Yes,
1: right. yes yes well Latin, spanish. like spanish music is my first love um uh, but oh, but spanish. french music yes spanish. definitely french. listen to that
0: this has been educational and then yeah, um, awesome. so oh also how how has the transition been um so you're only three years into the dc how's that going you know finding a place you're comfortable with and just acclimating yourself you know making it home how's that going
1: well, D.C. definitely feels more like home to me than New York, New Jersey has ever uh, been for me. Um, and, and it's funny because I actually visited D.C. a year before I moved, and I was joking to my parents, like, hey, maybe I can live here, you know? It's clean, and, you know, you can see the sky, and it's calmer. People are not, like, rushing to go places. So I was joking to them, and then it actually happened. Um, oh, I got a great. job offer here, and I moved here, and... Um, you know, of course, like I came here by myself. I didn't really know anybody here. So mm-hmm. it took a little bit to settle in, get acclimated to the new job, and then starting all these creative adventures that I have. It took a lot of it took time. Um okay. but it's been pretty smooth, I will say, you know, in DC and, and I do think that it's important for people to find an environment that it, it feels more like home to them. It feels like they can flourish. Um, because I mean at the end of the day, it's you, right? It's it's you yeah. make it happen. But I do think the environment helps can help okay. a lot. So really? DC for me, yeah, DC for me has been just a blessing. And Aww. I was living in Northwest area, and now I moved yeah. to Southeast. So I'm interested to see, you know, how Southeast evolves, um, mm-hmm. and contribute to that um, yeah. to that change positively, hopefully um yeah. so yeah it's been great here
0: and then i guess for you i guess you came from the west coast to the east coast that's oh, yeah. a little bit of a change too <laughs> Do you the warm, warm weather and in the beach and all of that
1: i do i mean california uh, is really its own thing you know it's um the the beach the warm weather um the people the friendliness for for sure but Then again, it has its challenges, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, what I, what's kind of been growing on me about East Coast is like, you can get to different states, um, different cities really easily, you know, Mm -hmm. driving is not like, in California, everything is so spread out. So driving to another city is like a whole day's journey. Um, Here is like, you know, a couple hours, you're there. Um, mm-hmm. So, the East Coast has definitely really grown on me. Also, like the, the amount of history that's here in California, yes. there's, there's some history there too, but it's more, not as old, I feel like. A lot okay. of the states in the East Coast are older. Like, I really appreciate the architecture, you know, yeah. the European influences, the, the mm-hmm. history. Um, yeah, I, you know, and also I've been in a long-distance relationship for like three years that wouldn't have been possible if the person was in california if we did it in california Uh, here is like a three hour kind of like a journey on the train or five or six hours on the bus you know on a friday afternoon and then i come back sunday it's possible it's more possible than if i had to do this in california so
0: oh that's great that's great and and I, i think i think definitely the benefits of the east coast are something that i appreciate the other thing for the west coast I haven't been able to do all these things, but I heard you can go from the city to the, to the beach, to the mountains and skiing and all of that. And just the state of California, I don't know if that's true, but that's what I've what's been described to me. And I'm like, Oh, that's great. You can go to the skiing and hiking yeah, and, can, to, the beach right, and to, right? to the city. There's, Is that true? Uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, you can. Uh-huh. Like, um, I'm not too familiar with the whole like skiing or hiking scenes. I'm not a crazy mm-hmm. outdoor person, but mm-hmm. I'm learning to be. Um, <laughs> but California, yeah, it definitely has awesome things you can do, you know, lots of nature. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah, for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. So, um what was I going to say? So, I I want to thank you once again um for uh you know, coming here today with with us in the community. Um sure. so so one of the things I was thinking about is there anything that we need to be top of mind about this anything magical just happening in the next couple of weeks that you'll be um, doing that we want to keep an eye out for?
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm kind of you know back on my grind a little bit again with the whole pandemic quarantine situation, I was a bit not I was not as inspired. I wasn't as motivated. Um, and you know the people that I usually collaborate collaborate with, were in the same boat, so not a whole lot that could have been done at that time. But now I'm definitely back on my grind. Um, For fashion, I did design a collection on my own. Um,
0: Yay, congratulations.
1: Thank you. I I had somebody in New York helping me um, sew the collection together, but it was all my own ideas and the fabrics I provided. And what's interesting is the fabrics I've collected over the years from all these corporate creative companies I worked at, they toss a lot of these sample fabrics. So I will collect them and I just made a collection out of them. So that, I will have a photo shoot for that in, you know, probably late August. Um, And then I will definitely post pictures um, about that. Yeah. And I am, um, I'm styling for a brand, um, a photo shoot for a brand. Christian Dion collection, so that will, you know, the photos for sure will be out again in August, probably September time. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. So, you know, I, I started off with, like, personal styling, but now I'm getting into more fashion styling as well for brands, okay. for photo shoots, editorials, so definitely keep me, keep me in mind for those things. Yes, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, for music, I will definitely... Um I will have some more like photos out, you know, and I'm going to be working on some music videos for my original songs. So That's great. Yeah, that's music videos, works. yay. Mm-hmm. And I will be recording some original music, writing more music, and hopefully doing virtual concerts. So Yeah. Yeah, and I guess for the teen times, you know, I will definitely be keeping like promoting local artists. So reach out to me if you want to be promoted, if you want a shout out, um, so people can find you and your awesome work. Um, but, you know, also the the Think Times, the meetup has been kind of put on hold a little bit. So hopefully I can have some more virtual meetups um, for the Think Times Creative Hub as well. So yeah. Okay.
0: So the teen time though there's no virtual. or um, in-person meetups. Can they go to the Teen Times Hub website and at least get onto the newsletter? So maybe the if first they go to here? meetup,
1: if they go to meetup and okay. uh, search for the Teen Times Creative Hub, um, okay. I should show up.
0: Yeah. Okay, just wanted to. I wanted people to know, even though because you may send out a newsletter or something that helps them, and because I know you're building community, we want to right make sure people know where the community is. Uh what's right, exactly. so it. Well, once again, it was it's been awesome to have you here, thank you for and I appreciate me. you taking the time. are doing yeah. awesome so,
1: work for you know promoting all the cool DC like DMV businesses, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think there's a lot, so much, uh, wonderful stuff to promote, and you know, I think, and I think you're what you're doing is the embodiment of what what we're here doing, and that there's a lot to uncover, right. a lot to connect with. Um, wow. so most notably, um, I want to thank every thank you, thank our, our audience. Um, Once again, if you're interested in